Welcome to Protect Your Assets Market Briefing. I'm your host, David Hollander, also known as the Sandman. Now let's get started. So what we've seen so far through the summer rally, remember we've seen a pretty good summer rally right now, and it was based on the expectation of the Fed pivoting, coming off the brakes, and um, this data we just got from the job market you know, should disrupt <clears throat> sorry, disrupt that market from uh, being calm. So more gains could be more difficult to achieve in the stock market as it's going to take time for inflation to come down and for the Fed to signal that they're going to stop raising. But between now and September, the Fed officials are going to have another report from the employment and they're going to have two more inflation readings to look at. Uh, again, CPI being one of them. And then they'll start, they'll start doing their projections and talking about their path of rate hikes for the future. So the uptrend in jobless claims along with the recent downtick in job openings suggests that the exceptional strength on jobs is going to be hard to maintain. And we'll see what happens. Now, what happened this week in Europe? Because I want to contrast the U.S. market versus the European market, especially if you invest internationally. So what we had happen this week was the Bank of England uh, raised rates. They followed the European bank and uh, hiked rates by 50 basis points. And this was the biggest single hike they've done since the mid 90s. Get that. And they warned of this was this was incredible of a near term recession and cautioned that inflation could hit. Get this 13 percent by year end. Yeah. So their uh, their their governor, Bailey, said he expected a recession in the fourth quarter in the UK and that it would be a long recession and that he felt that it would uh, inflation will get to 13% before it starts to decline. So the takeaway from, from his discussion and what's going on over there is the surging cost of energy in Europe right now is the number one factor that's going to drive the EU and the UK into a recession. And the surge, of course, is the, the Russian-Ukraine situation. It's the, it's the cost of gas supplies to Europe, which result in reduced economic output. Literally, they won't have the power, like electricity, uh, for the economy to run at full speed. That's it, period. So the economic outlook for both regions right now is not particularly great over the coming quarters. So if you're in there, I'd suggest you hang on. But uh, if you're thinking about opportunities, well, if you're a longer term uh, investor, that might be a place to take a look at. And this is in contrast to the U.S. So I want to com compare and contrast that because, yes, the U.S. economy is slowing down. I've been talking about that for a while now. But there is definitely zero concern here in the U.S. about energy because we have the power to power the economy. So it's definitely a different situation. Don't uh, link the two together, particularly if you if you hear that commentary somewhere else that they don't really mean the same thing because it's not. It's just a different market. Now, let's talk about oil because I said I would. So there was a lot of pieces moving around the world this uh, this week in oil, in energy. OPEC said that global demand is slowing down, obviously. Uh, there's been a um, wave of disappointing economic data coming around the globe, and the demand trend right now is showing a sharp drop in consumption, which suggests that the excess capacity won't be needed for the quarters to come. So unless there is another unforeseen supply-side shock, such as, I'm not saying, you know, we know Russia-Ukraine is still going on, but if you have something like that happen again, 
Well, that could be a problem. But bottom line right now, demand concerns are now the dominant influence on the global energy market. And even though supply worries are going to persist with the Russian-Ukraine war going on in Europe and so forth, as we just talked about, we're going to need to see evidence of demand coming back for the oil market to begin to find a bottom. So on the charts right now, the uh, next level of support to keep your eye on is 89.25. And from there, we go to 87.29. And from there, 84.91. So still 80s is what we're thinking. And uh, 95 on the upside would be the resistance level we'd need to go through to see any sort of meaningful move to the upside. Next week, again, it's all about the CPI on Wednesday. So that's really the big news we're going to be looking at to get a view on inflation and see what's going on there. You can hear the Protect Your Assets Market Briefing on your favorite podcast app or as an Alexa Flash Briefing. Just search for Protect Your Assets Market Briefing. Links to subscribe free wherever you listen are at libertygroupllc.com slash Briefing. The following program is paid for by Liberty Group, and the views and opinions of the host do not represent those of the station or its ownership. Investment advisory services are offered through Liberty Wealth Management, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Legal information provided on the air is not intended to be a substitute for callers hiring their own lawyers to advise them about personal legal matters. The information provided is general financial comment and cannot be relied upon for your specific financial situation. Investing involves risks, including the risk of loss of your investment. Please consult with a financial professional before investing. California Life Agent number 0B48569. You're listening to the Protect Your Assets Radio Network.